Because he died, that's why I hear this one. He didn't die on that. So I, I, I just wonder what it would be. Just if you hear this one, be a praise. Thank, thank Jesus for this opportunity. He has given you a lie. If the way he did was not if the way he said, he will praise.
The same scriptures, most of the generals of old, you had Smith, whose word, Antimac, Fasting, Maria, Eta, Ketrin, Kuma, all these people, if you read the gospel and you see the results they command. And that's the same scripture that I see before us today. So the question is, what's what what's 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 the change? What's what is the problem? Why are we not commanding such great results? Um part of the issues there is revelation. Because um, when you know when you know better, you'll be able to do better. And that was why Paul was admonishing the, the churches in Ephesus, was telling them that that his first prayers to them that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ might grant them the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. Now let's open our mouth this morning. Let's ask God to grant us the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of revelation. Let the rest of us, let the eyes of our understanding be enlightened this morning. Open your mouth this moment and pray. If you can pray in the Holy Ghost, pray. If you can pray in the Holy Ghost, Shakaparatunzeka, Rapashate Boko Shaladaya Hakavaratunsa, Ekeperenaki Solapo Shakahaka. Pada da ba ni ni ro do si pada da ya so ke i ko ra pada da sha ta ya da ba ra ko re de ke te ye 
transaction that was taking place there for you and I to exercise dominion on this world. Let's celebrate him once more. It's the reason why we are stepping. And let's celebrate our father, Reverend Dr. David Wigwe. Hallelujah. And let's celebrate his wife, the keeper of the flame, who has been there encouraging him all this day. He has not been at his journey, but God has been there. Hallelujah. And let's celebrate our mother, 
the bishop of Wanderers State, Reverend the Pastor Kegman, they celebrated the bishop of Wanderers over the state, and also his wife, Pastor Chigman. And God found it faithful to send us a pastor after our own hearts. Let's celebrate our pastor. And let's celebrate. Let's celebrate his wife also. First Corinthians twelve, verse one, and um, today is actually uh, the Pentecost day. Hallelujah! I expect someone to be clapping. This is what Pentecost the whole church. Everything you could see in this present day. Hallelujah! This, if you are there, you could just quietly read First Corinthians twelve, verse one. Oh, I'm already there. Let me just read it for you. Now, Paul was actually talking to the church in Corinth, and he said to them in, in 12 verse 1, he said, now, about spiritual gifts, not about anything else, about spiritual gifts, brothers, I do not want you to be ignorant of it. So, that is Paul had observed that for him to call them brothers, that means they were in the same family with him. They were probably in the same fraternity with him in the kingdom. And he, he noticed, he observed that they were being ignorant of some certain things. That was what he was talking to the church about. He was trying to bring them to the awareness of something that exists that they probably have been unconscious about. And he said for that in verse 2. You know when you were pagans, I'm reading from the NIV version. Some other versions say some other thing. Said, you know when you were pagans, somehow you were influenced and led astray by, to, by multitudes of idiots. Um, it's true that Paul was actually saying the reality. When we were unbelievers, we were led astray by some certain things. Some, we were influenced by, by the word. And the Bible made us to know that being not conformed to this world, but being transformed by the renewal of this mind. And he said, the Bible also said that we are not of this world. But Paul was identifying here that before these guys, before we gave our life to Christ, we are being influenced by the world. But now we've given our life to Christ. There are some certain things that we've not come to the reality that God has given to us. And part of the things God gave us to exercise dominion on these last days are one, the spiritual gifts. And secondly, the gifts of the Spirit. I mean, spiritual gifts, that's the gifts of the Spirit. And the second one are the fruits of the Spirit. The, spirit, the, the gifts of the Spirit will help us to exercise dominion on earth as God. And the Bible says in Psalms that we are gods and children of the Most High. But because they are not aware, they might die like men. 
Then the gift, the fruit of the Spirit, is to help us to live a lovely life. Because um, our brethren in the weekend taught us something. Is that relationship can, if we, without a relationship, there can never be a fellowship. So unless there is a relationship with your colleague, unless there is a relationship with people in your environment, Unless there's a relationship in your office, in your places of work, in wherever you are, in the mountains of the society, there can never be fellowship introduced there. So God first of all starts with a relationship. So these are two major weapons God has given us to exercise dominion on this last stage. Now we'll be exploring both of them, but just on a different level. So Paul was bringing the Corinthian church to the consciousness that there are things that exist like this. So let's read in verse 3. And it said, Therefore, I tell you that no one who is speaking by the Spirit of God saves Jesus because. And it said, No one who can say Jesus is God except by the Holy Spirit. Now, this, this is, sounds complex. Let me break it down. Paul was actually telling them, by the facts, You've given your life. You said Jesus is Lord. Automatically, the Spirit of the Lord enters inside you. And because of that, you don't have the capacity to say Jesus is cursed. How many of you can say that? That Jesus is cursed? It's not possible. Why? There's a Spirit inside you that will make you not to say that. That's actually the first journey. Because there's a spirit inside you, you won't be able to see that. And now he went further and said, he started explaining those kinds of gifts. He said, these are kinds of the gifts, but say spiritual, but say spirit. Now, these gifts, they are all gifts God has given to everyone, every human being. But they are all powered by one spirit. Just like we have electricity here, we have light in this place, it's all powered by one transformer. And that transformer, in one way or the other, is connected to the kind dam. That's why we have light. But with the transformer, say, No, I'm my own now, let me leave. No, no, no. The transformer has a connection somewhere. Hallelujah. So that was what Paul was trying to explain here. I said, All the gifts you see in the Bible. They are all powered by one spirit. So, you see, these different gifts, these different kinds of services, calls them services also, but the same Lord. That's this, these gifts, and when you function in them, in your place, in different places, in the mission field, they are known as services. They are not called gifts again, because you are actually exercising those gifts, which is called service. They are all Powered by the same Lord. But now see the other part in verse in verse 6. It said there are different kinds of working, but the same God works all in all men. And the Bible said, Christ in you, the hope of your glory. When the moment you give your life to Christ, there were certain things that God deposited inside you. The moment you receive Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior, 
This means Paul was explaining him, was given to you, feed you, nothing else. So if you read down here, you, you see when he says, Yeah, he said, Now to each one, the manifestation of the spirit is given for a common good. So the essence you are giving that gift was not to show up, was not to say, Ah, oh, I'm a prophet, I'm a healer. No, 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 no. It was all for the common good of the kingdom. It was all for the common good. To give glory to God at the ending of the day. To give glory to God at the ending of the day. Now, to one, he said, we're given the spirit, the message of wisdom. He was, to one of them, he was given the spirit to, um, the spirit to the message of wisdom. And said to another, the message of knowledge by the means of the same spirit. So, it's the same spirit that is doing this thing, working in all of us all. But he's doing, everybody has a journey that he's going with, with, with the same spirit. And he said to another, he gave the, he gave the gift of faith by the same spirit. To another, the gift of healing by the same spirit. To another, the gift of the miraculous. To another, the gift of prophecy. To another, distinguishing spirits. Another, in the different kinds of tongues. And to another, the interpretation of tongues. All these works of one and uh, all, all this work of one and the same spirit is the giver. Is the gift. Sorry, all these ones of what I six feet. He gives them to one another just as he determines. So it's not really how like it's not really by your okay, I want this, I want that. As he gives, as he determines. That's what Paul was actually trying to explain to them. So it's possible you could function in all capacity. It's mind you, remind you well, the Bible said, um, the just, not shall live by my faith. You shall live by your own faith. So, this Paul was trying to help them to build their faith. Now, we are not trying to dislodge the head of the church as the pastor or anything. But God is, Paul was trying to help us know here that whatever you see any man do, you can also do to a particular capacity also. Because when the devil comes knocking at your door in the night, or when you face some certain challenges, your pastor might not be there. Or the same person you put your hope in. What will save you there is your own faith. Not any man's faith, but your own faith. So now, let me explain. He went further explaining it. Now, so that you won't see that, okay, because I have the gift of prophecy, or because I have the gift of speaking in diverse of tongues, I'm now superior to the other. He went further on explaining them. It's just like the way we have our eyes, the way we have our ears, the way we have our legs. Tomorrow, the eyes cannot say, ah, because they are not giving me special attention, let me shut down. No, he does not have the capacity to power himself. So, this was what Paul was explaining. So, now, the idea is that you have all these gifts inside of you. Every one of us have all these gifts inside of us. We have them inside every one of us. Now, that was why I prayed that prayer. So, so that you might be enlightened. But now, 
this this gifts they come as demand if you look at if you read very well carefully when jesus was walking in the earth and he was commanding those results he didn't um he didn't he didn't just want to do anything because he wanted to do them all the gifts that jesus expressed in his work on his journey on earth they all came as a result of a demand as a result of a demand when the blind was when the blind person was not Everybody had those gifts. Every of, every of those gifts came as an express of the demand. And that was what Paul was trying to tell them in, in, in that verse. That he gives them to he gives to each of them just as he determines. So when there's a necessity, it always comes. Just like now. Some might have pneumonia. Some might have migraine or something. You might heal that person. From the migraine, but that does not mean that that migraine is completely healed. Maybe there are some strong hold backing up that migraine. You will need the aid of the prophetic to be able to descend and know that there's something behind you and you break that spirit first before healing the person. Otherwise, you can kill that person. And afterwards, the same migraine will come back. Because it's just like now, you cut the roots of a tree. You cut the tree or when the roots are still in the ground, all happened. After some while, it's over. So that is just what Paul was trying to tell us here. All these gifts, they synchronize. And it, is, it should be your desire that you exercise this gift. Now, let me help you here. Someone might say, ah, but I don't have this gift. Now, let me tell you the truth. They won't come because you've been sitting in the house. You've not seen any need to exercise them. You've probably not gone out for a mission. You've not gone out to heal someone. You've not gone out for prayers. You've not gone out for the Great Commission. Let me put it that way. The major pusher of these gifts is the Great Commission. It's the Great Commission. If you want to see Jesus in the sea, go to the grave. I was actually talking with my friend as of as of. 1 a.m. last night, and he was sharing a very powerful testimony. Because, like, lately, God laid it in his heart to be reaching out to people, and he went to a shop to pray for someone. And God, he just went there with a crowd there, but God was like, Is this particular guy I want you to pray for me? I was like, No, now let me preach to everybody. He preached to everybody. God said, I want you to minister to this guy. And he just prayed for the guy, just normal prayer. And he was like, The guy's. For eight years, the guy has been having cardiovascular issues. They told him that he has three days ready to stay on earth. As I told him to the guy is said, In fact, he didn't believe he had to go and run the test. So the truth is, you will not see God in your comfort zone. You will see God in the there. Because the Bible said something. That the world waited for the earnest manifestation of nobody else but the sons of God. And the sons of God, how do you become a son of God? When you take responsibility of what God has told us to do. Let me give you an instant. It's just like now you're in your father's house. And your father gives you an instruction. And you decide to be a rebel. You think your father will not have the father's son. He finds it very hard. Now the 
question is, if we want to carefully look very well, if we claim to be the sons of God, what was the last instruction Jesus gave to us on earth before he exited? He said, go ye therefore and preach to all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, and in the name of the Holy Spirit. Trust me, you don't need to, you don't need to fast for 30 days, you don't need to do that. Just by simply obeying that word, you will see God in the sea. This season, this era where we are, God is placing a heavy demand on us to go out there and reach out to people at your own capacity. Mind you, there are people that I cannot talk to. There are people, Pastor, Pastor also can't talk to. But there are people you could talk to. They wouldn't think twice. They would sit down and listen to you. They are, Jesus would not reach everybody, right? But what happened? His disciples, they didn't talk. They did a lot. Why? Jesus knew that he has a level he could reach on his walk. But this disciple, they could still do more. And that was why the Bible didn't instruct us to go and be souls only. He said, go and make disciples. Not just winning them. Oh, I've won a soul. What else? He's still a baby. If care is not the kid, he will go back to his former state. And uh, uh, we had a very powerful conference this week, this week, um, this week um, last week, this week here, with Reverend Oliver. And he shared some, some, some striking testimonies. You see, the moment you decide to, to embrace the Great Commission, there's something that comes. I remember vividly well, my, my, my cousin in Abuja, I think that was 2018, he, he was... He didn't want to walk per se, and he decided to join the Abuja, um, the Abuja mission team. And they were going out, doing walks, doing a lot of walks, going to schools. His family, they were insulting a stupid boy now. That's stupid. All the school fees we paid for you all these years. It's now mission. It's God decided to serve. But there's a God that sees the heart of a man. And the Bible said, seek ye first the kingdom. Everything that men is pursuing shall be added unto you. From nowhere. From nowhere. You know, you know the way, you know the way we some of our Nigerian boys go to meet rituals to, to meet, to get, to charm, give them chance, maybe to do your own to meet white people and the rest. When we told when he told them the story, they actually think that that was what we did. You, you know when someone just decides to take, your, take up your money, take up you as a responsibility. As a case, let, it, let that case be my case. That will not happen. It's not like she had any strings that had to deal. And that was how, first of all, he sent him a phone. They've not met for one day. I to contact. They've not met. They've not done anything. Sent him a phone. But like the phone is bad. Sent him a phone. Big things I thought that like were crazy for. He caught it in the space of few weeks again. Why it was still like, what's going on? The lady said, that, Do you still have money? Are you complaining? Are you when you are doing all this mission? Let's incentive about two hundred dollars. Brethren, it's caught the luxury shot. That lady came to Nigeria. It's not charm. 
there's something that most money man. That lady came to Nigeria and saw my cousin. I didn't have a car. I was like, a car now. Just like, you know, as funny as it sounds, like you need a car. I was like, okay, don't worry, I was like, go back, I'll send you some money. Oh, we cannot ship it. We have to buy money for you again. Why? God knows your heart desires. I'm telling you, God knows your heart desires. But the thing is when you decide to chase God's desire, that's when you start working on your own desire. It's as simple as that. The same family that was working him that is not working, he was the one giving them money. See, when the Bible said, seek ye first the kingdom of God, is is Pastor Oliver said, God just gave you an opportunity to, to partake of his blessing. Beyond that, you are not just doing you are not just doing yourself a good, you are doing your generation a good. How would it be tomorrow that the pastor of the great commission? You probably you die, the pastor of the great commission sees your son and says, ah. Yeah, it's okay, this son. Yes. Wow, it's okay, this son. I think Pastor Ken shared that testimony of uh, Justice Suleiman and that is friend. And I think Pastor Gua shared, Pastor Gundipa shared his own story. The man that gave, that led him to Christ. The man that led his life, led him to Christ. The man is still in the church, but he's a pastor. Do you think that man will be the same? It's not possible. I'm not saying that you are meant to be a pastor, but play your role as a great commission. You don't know that person you are trying to meet up with. What God will use it to do? Jesus met just one woman, and that woman won the whole city. You don't need much, you just need to obey. It's simple. You just need to obey. As you obey, the forces of heaven will go. I remember of the guy, the, the pastor of the pastors in Abuja, he, he shared his testimony when he went to yeah, yeah, it's good now. We are, they're telling us to go preach the Great Commission. Yeah, in the north, you have to sneak, you have to dress like them. Yes, you have to blend, you have to not speak. It's not here, you are going to have to openly talk to people. You can't do that in the north. And he said, he got to that man's house. I think the man was blind or something. But yes, and they told him that he was preaching to the man. And before he did, they surrounded him. These guys, they are, they are, they are bad. So I need to be blind. There is no problem with all these things you have to see. The only issue here is that they have to fix it well. Either you use their brother, they have to fix it or they kill it. See, you can never beat God in the thing, especially in the field. Ah, 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 the man does not even know anything concerning him. He has not read the healing book or any of these things. I, I still remember last year mission conference in Abuja. There's this lady um, that came from US, and 
Mpa was very, um, very, very particular about her. She was, she was like, why did you leave America, the great nation, and go to Iraq? To come to eternity. She said that she has been in the US all her life. She has been enjoying life. But there are people out there that don't even know this Jesus. And she was like, she, she, she enjoyed her Christianity. And she saw God in the sea more than ever in her life. And she has been in the church all these years. People know how to exercise the gifts she has that God deposited inside her. But set right there in Iraq, God has shown for several times. As if she, she enters people's house, God gives her word of knowledge to talk to them. She's not trying to quote scripture or cram grammars or nothing. He said, God puts forth his word in her, in her mouth. And she was like, that's how it has been all those years. And that's all like, how are you surviving? He said, whatever God has called for, he provides for. It's simple. If God has called us to do the Great Commission, you think he is not aware that you, you need 10 million now or you need 5 million now for anything? He knows. But the Bible says, seek him first, seek, seek his kingdom. That thing you are chasing, that thing you are looking for, to give you. So, in essence, yeah, please, this is this is Pentecost something. Christ died on the cross for us. All through the night, I was just thinking, I was like, God, we are living. Please, if you have calculator here, if you can calculate how much you are paying for oxygen in a day, you'll be shocked. One man, I, I think he was giving his testimony, I don't know if it's TNN that carried it or something. He, he, he said, they told him when he was supposed to pay for oxygen for this coronavirus stuff, he started weeping, he was 97. And they were like, why are you weeping? He said, I don't have money to money. He said, no. He said, no, I don't have money to money. He said, all my 97, much of my 97 years in my life, I've never had a cause to beat for one, for one day of oxygen. For one day of oxygen. So, the Bible said, let us know how to number our days. We don't know when Jesus will come, but the signs are showing everywhere. And whatever we need to execute that, that's what God has given to us. You want to function in the supernatural. You want to prophesy to people. You want to lay hands to see. You want to do all those things. Pastor Reverend Oliver shared a lot of testimonies in the weekend that cannot be by his side. If you want to do that, you must die and say, Lord, your will, yes, not my will again. You might, you might not be, you might say, okay, I don't want to meet up. You might say, okay, let me start this sale. I remember we went to we went to a barber shop back back in this they bought those places from and back by and we're like let's start in sale and we just started like one or two people not really like started as a sale but before we meet 14 15 people these guys were Muslims but they got, we don't even know what to preach we don't even know what to say but it's it's, it's funny as we came there guys people were holding up of the addictions they have things were just breaking off. The Bible said, How good our faith is that it is for greatness to bear our God and God. And the Bible said, Wherever two or three are gathered, he's there. It's not that he's trying to, he's there. Reverend Oliver cited an example. He said in Genesis, 
God was the first person to start a fellowship with man. And which was Adam. Adam, he didn't need anybody else. When he established a relationship with Adam, and they started fellowship, that was when he saw that there was a need for Adam to have someone. So you don't need, you don't need 20 people to start with. You don't need 100 people to start with. You could start with the people around you. You could just start with one person. Reaching out to that person, watching out to that person. Trust me. Heaven will be glad. The Bible said, He that willed the soul is wise. He that willed the soul is wise. As the days pass, as the week pass, can you give account of your investment in the kingdom? What effort are you doing to advance the kingdom? It's one of the things that will grant you your security on this last day. It's nothing else. You see all the whole things happening. I love what Reverend Oliver said. He said, coronavirus is just the first. More are coming. More. More. Hallelujah. Please, let's bow our heads and let's begin to ask God for, for the ability to do this. Um, it's not just saying it, but action is needed after talking. 